looking to throw it, and he's got the touchdown! Here's Brady's pass, it's Gronkowski! Oh, Max strips it! He is unbelievable! Well, there's no more undefeated teams in yes. the NFL. The Eagles, the Eagles have their first loss. This is the Tabor Gridiron Podcast. I'm Steven here with Isaac. Don't forget to like us, follow us wherever you get your podcast. Share us. That helps us out if you're able to do that. You For can sure. comment on the Podbean app and send us an email anytime, TaborGridiron at gmail.com. Isaac, we've been talking about it for a while now. The Eagles, they've been doing pretty good, and they've kind of had an easier schedule. Yeah. And then we've been talking about when are they going to get that first loss? Who is that going to be? Is it better sooner than later? I kind of think so. Yeah. Because now you have to really see what you're going to do to come back from that. I just really, to be honest with you, wasn't expecting it to be the Washington Commanders. But, you know, stranger things have happened in the NFL. For sure. I mean, honestly, you never know what's going to happen. And... For me personally, I didn't think it was going to be the Washington Commanders because they are, they were kind of a struggling team, and they they don't have a great name in any way, shape, or form. But in this case, they and they've been struggling with Carson Wentz. He hasn't been doing the greatest, so they kind of put him to the side and they put in Taylor Heineke. Now Taylor Heineke has been all around the league, and you never. And for me personally, I never really noticed him. And this is the first time really hearing of him because he's been succeeding a lot in the Washington Commanders environment and bringing them to high places. And their defense is actually really good. They have Kendall Fuller, Derek Forrest that are causing sacks and interceptions and everything like that. And they've been really benefiting the team. And yeah, I was really surprised to see them beat the Eagles. I I put some notes to highlight Heineke. Yeah, he's been... Filling in, Wentz got hurt a couple weeks ago. There is the controversy. Whose team is this? Do we put in Carson Wentz again? Do we keep Taylor Heineke? I think you got to keep Taylor Heineke in Mm -hmm. right now. I mean, he just beat the only undefeated team in the league in a divisional game with the Eagles. He played smart football. Is he a Mm -hmm. great quarterback? Not really. I I think he still has a lot to learn. He's still growing and developing. Even though he's been in the league, he's kind of – been that backup quarterback but he stepped in and he's doing his job but when I watched him he was playing smart football Mm -hmm. he just did a lot of really good smart decisions he wasn't really flashy flashy didn't have a whole lot of like big stats he played smart football which Mm -hmm. helped the team and ultimately beat the Eagles and so we got no undefeateds anymore we'll see I'm excited, though, to see what the Eagles can do to clean up from this. How do you, one, go, oh, man, we just got beat by Washington, our first loss. We didn't play the way we wanted to. We couldn't do the things that we were wanting to do that we've been doing. Now do we just kind of get all bummed and depressed about that? And keep losing. And then it's lost two and lost three. Or do we sit there and grow from that now? Do we see, okay, this is what we did wrong. This is what we need to clean up. And I was watching on ESPN, one of the announcers were talking about, and it's a good point. When you're winning, it's really hard to, well, kind of pinpoint where your weak spots are, right? It's really hard to to look at somebody and say, hey, you you ran this route wrong. Or, hey, we need to clean up this little bit here. 
you're still doing that week in and week out. But when you're winning, it's a different mentality, right? Exactly. Because you're like, well, we won the game. But yeah, I did that wrong. Or yeah, we did that. But we won the game. And we're winning games. Now you lost. I think you're able to analyze that a little bit more and go, hey, this is what we did wrong. Hey, we've been doing this for the last couple of weeks. That hasn't been that great, but we've been getting wins. Now it showed, hey, we got to be working on that. So I want to see what they're going to do to clean up, to get better as a team, to tighten up some things, and hopefully come back even better than before. Oh, 100%. I would love to see the Eagles go and make it to the playoffs because Jalen Hurts has real talent, and I think he really has – He's this is the year for him to shine and everything like that, and I'm I want him to see I want him to go to high places. They're going to the playoffs for sure. That, that I can't yeah. see that not happening unless like everything just falls apart. I did want to just really quick highlight because I wrote a note on it too. Thursday night football. We don't really got to talk too much about the game Atlanta and Carolina. Eh, it was all right, but I really really did like especially these Thursday night games where mm-hmm. there's been different uniforms, different helmets, and stuff like that. Some have just been like, huh, okay, you know, we talked about the Bengals and the White Tiger, y- y- zebras. Know, the, yeah, it was just in, the Panthers, though, dude. This this was awesome. Their their helmet was absolutely just off the charts. If you're able to look it up, it was just so cool. It was a black matte helmet with the what aqua blue Panther logo. It was. Pretty, pretty cool. Epic. I like it. I, it just it was it was pretty cool. It's definitely up there on my top, like newer uniform changes. Changes, yeah. It just really, really good. So definitely wanted to highlight that. Justin Fields. Justin Fields. I don't really want to talk about the Bears game. We've been talking about Justin, and I think you got to continue to talk about him because he's doing a really, really good job. Yeah, the Bears lost again, but again, they're giving away half their defense. Exactly. But the offense is actually doing pretty good, but it's really Justin Fields. You watch earlier in the season where he was struggling. They obviously changed their play calling a little bit more for him. I don't know that it's really so much did they really change the play calling for him as much as did he step up and say, you know what, I'm sick of this. I'm sick of just losing all the time. I'm sick of just losing and having horrible stats or playing horribly. I'm going to do what I do, and I know that I can take it up a level. And that's what he's been doing. Mm-hmm. And it's actually pretty impressive. On the flip side, okay, he's in the record books right now. You know, he has the most rushing yards in a game. Yeah. He has the most rushing yards right now in any five-game span ever. I don't know if that's good for a quarterback or not. Yeah, because I, I mean. I, I see him. It's basically Justin Fields making plays and running for his life is almost what every play looks like. And so, yeah, he's racking up the rushing yards. He's getting some touchdowns, but he's just running for his life half the time. Honestly, like a quarterback should be able to throw to his receivers and he'll make he'll make a couple of runs here and there. But Justin Fields is just running for his life, like you were saying, like even in even in that one that got him into the record books, it was literally him just having like three defenders tailing him and he's just booking it to the end zone. And I mean, he has talent. And I mean, that's a great thing. I mean, we're getting touchdowns. He's breaking records. But for a quarterback to have that much pressure on him in the sense of he can't even throw to any of his receivers and he just has to run and he's not even being able to play to any of his receivers, that's just not a great 
thing for a quarterback, especially a relatively younger quarterback who needs to have, like I've said in the past, it's great when you have a quarterback and a veteran receiver who's able to be like that reliable source for the quarterback that they'll be always be able to play to and they'll always try to find a way. It'll be easier for them to catch the ball because they're a veteran and they've been through this thing before. But Justin Fields doesn't really have that. And even for his regular receivers, he's not having very many options. So he's just having to run for his life. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what, what the Bears organization is doing. But I like the growth that I'm seeing from Justin Fields. Then you got Germany. First game in Germany happens. You got Tampa Bay Bucks, Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Geno Smith just doing a great job week in and week out, really. Yeah, Tom Brady gets the win. Bucks win. I don't want to say it was a great game. Tom, I feel, is still struggling a little bit. It was a good win for them, but it was cool. I I, I don't know. They're they're obviously kind of going international. Yeah, you know, we got the London games. We got Germany now. France. Uh, there's going to be a you know in Mexico. So oh. they're kind of just going all over the place. National Football League. International are we, are we, are we, football are we league. right? Are we changing to the International Football I-N-F-L. League? NFL. <laughs> World Football League. Like, what's going on here? But it is fun sometimes seeing some of these games and seeing the fans from other from other places. Yeah, their just reactions. really cheering on. That's got to be a little hard though. So, like, you know, here you go into Germany. What if? Okay, you're getting into football. Maybe you've been following football. You like football. And you just don't like the Seattle Seahawks or the Buccaneers. Exactly. And you're like, I bought tickets. This is the game I got to go to. Yeah. I got to watch these guys. But it's still got to be a lot of fun for them. I don't know. Could be cool. 100%. Another game I wanted to highlight, which I don't know if you're going to be so thrilled about, is the Bills did get beat by the Vikings in a crazy game, 33-30. to And it was just back and forth the whole game between the Vikings and the Bills. There was even a time. So the Bills had the ball, and they were... He was, Josh Allen was literally in the end zone and he was snapping it. And now, in my mind, if I was the quarterback, there is absolutely no way that you would even consider running it down the middle. You would just always throw that ball. Even if it doesn't go to somebody, you just don't want to run it. But no, he did run it right up the middle and they fumbled it, ultimately leading to a Vikings touchdown. They got the ball and they went right into the end zone. It's not a far... Not a far away. And that sent it into overtime where the Vikings got a field goal and won. So this game was just all over the place. It was it was probably one of the most entertaining games that I have seen mm-hmm. this year so far for sure. It is was the best game so far this year. It was just crazy. Both teams played really well. Yeah. Kirk Cousins played amazing. And there was just crazy things that happened. I, and I agree with you. I I, I kind of get the play call a little bit. The ball's on the one-yard line. You're trying to get a little bit of space. You can't kneel down. So are you doing a QB sneak, get a couple yards to give you some space? But you were in the end zone. I would have liked to have seen kind of really in shotgun, a real quick slant, get two, three, four yards. They've been doing it all game. Josh does it all the time. And get a little bit of breathing room or do a rollout with Josh, not just – running and then it was a bad snap by the center like what in the world it was just crazy things that happened that uh, things just fall apart then josh has a chance to win Mm. again in overtime throws an interception it was a good win for the vikings Uh, again bill's got to clean up some things i I think some of these losses that happen this way are i don't want to say wake up calls because you've lost a couple games already but kind of really just highlight what you need to work on 
And I think the Bills are going to do that. I think they're going to clean some of these things up. Vikings, 8-1, and one, though? Like, I know. What? I was so surprised. Like, I literally... So, not going to lie, they have not been on my radar. Like, I... I would see like the division leaderboards and I'd see them on the top and I'm like, ah, our whole division stinks. That doesn't mean anything. But then I'm like, eight and one? Like, how did they get this good? I mean, yeah, they have they have a lot of good players. I mean, they have Justin Jefferson, Kirk Cousins. They Jefferson have a, made a sick oh, catch. That oh, was beautiful. Oh man. I like, remember that. Fourth down and their keys catch. I was just it the whole game was just crazy. It was. If you're gonna look up any highlights of the week, just really wanna understand what happened this week in football is just watch the highlights of the Bills-Vikings game. It was definitely the most entertaining game of the week, and there was lots of great highlights in there and lots of great plays. But another game that was definitely up there for me was the Cowboys and the Packers game. Unfortunately, the Cowboys did get beat by the Packers, but it was a very close game, and it was very entertaining to watch. Mike McCarthy was mad that whole game, but in his press conference, he was actually more frustrated with the amount of penalties the team got than some of the decisions that Dak Prescott and the whole team made, which I agree because they got a ton of penalties. Like, I've seen, like, there are some games here and there where both teams are getting a lot of penalties, and I'm like, ah, come on, guys, chill out. But the uh, but the Cowboys were just getting tons of penalties, and I was just like, what's going on? Nine penalties for 83 yards. I, it was it was a handful, for sure. Yeah. Not, not a lot of yards. Well, I guess 83 yards. It's, it's a lot. I've seen higher, but a lot of penalties. Yeah, just a lot of mistakes that were happening. And I get McCarthy. You're going back into Lambeau Field. You're mm-hmm. playing against Aaron Rodgers. You know what Aaron Rodgers can do. Game goes into overtime. It was It was an epic game, for sure. And the Cowboys had opportunities to pull it off. And I, I get McCarthy's frustration because you, you're going in there. You want to beat them. You know that you can. And the Cowboys kind of fell short. Hopefully, this isn't the spark that Aaron Rodgers and the Packers no, needed. They don't and need now we're going to see this surge of Green no. Bay again. I, I don't know. Yeah, I guess you'll see what happens. We will see what happens. And I I mean, Aaron Rodgers, is he's, he's pretty old. And I... Personally, I didn't think he was going to go anywhere, but he is doing pretty well. I have to give him that. And it was pretty. It was actually pretty cool. I've noted this down. When Mike McCarthy actually went into the stadium, it's interesting because with fans, sometimes you get mixed reactions of people like Russell Wilson when he walked in because there was um, the uh, the Seahawks and Broncos game. When that game went on, there was a completely mixed reaction of fans. Some were booing him. Some were cheering for him. It was just a whole big thing. But for this one, when Mike McCarthy went on, literally everyone cheered. They even put it up on the billboard, like, welcome back, Mike McCarthy. And that's probably also why he got so angry, because he lost, because everyone welcomed him back, and they knew that Aaron Rodgers was going to come in and beat him. Well, that was pretty cool, for sure. Yeah, I think just to be welcomed that way was mm-hmm. nice. I'm looking at, you know, some of these standings here. First of all, the whole NFC East, Giants, 7-2? and two? Like what is going on? Like all these, how like, are the Giants doing as good are... as they are doing? Basically, just that's who's leading them right now. Then you go into the AFC side, and seven and three Dolphins. You got seven and two Chiefs. Those are your leaders, really, right now. As far as you know, a lot of six and three teams, a lot of six and three teams of just who's really going to be that next team to step up and, and to get there. I, I, I don't know. Jets, 6-3, and three, tied with Buffalo. I, it's crazy, really, again, what we're seeing with some of these teams where it'll be interesting what happens the second half of the season. Who's really going to start coming on top? Who's really going to start rallying? Who's going to be able to keep the momentum? 
and getting into the playoffs. Yeah, a hundred percent. And it's been crazy seeing a lot of these like underdog teams kind of coming up because you'll look at some of the player, uh, some of the more powerful teams that you've seen in the past that were really good. I mean, Buccaneers are struggling, and we all can kind of agree on that. Tom Brady's old; should have stayed retired. But um, a lot of these like young, uh, smaller teams are coming up. The Jets have been doing insane, and I've been really, I've been really personally impressed with what I've seen from the Jets. Well, uh, yeah, I understand. We've talked about some Tom Brady stuff with the Buccaneers, but unfortunately, fortunately for them, maybe probably that whole division is not doing really no. well, and the Buccaneers are the top of that right now. Yeah. You are five and five. And you are leading your division. Buccaneers are probably going to the, play- the playoffs. So Tom Brady's not out yet. You can't count him out. Stranger things have happened. At this point, Tom Brady can win the Super Bowl because he's been there, done that so many times, and they can just plow through and totally take over. I I, I wouldn't count him out just yet. For sure, yeah. I could not count him out just yet because he has a lot and he's been here for a while and he knows what he's doing. And so, and he has a lot of great weapons to play from. And yeah, we never know what's going to happen in this league. All right. Well, it's going to be fun to see. We'll talk next week, break some things down and see who's going to be coming on top. No more undefeated teams. No more. So, well, I actually want to, I want to keep an eye on the Eagles. I want to see how they're going to come back and handle this next game mm-hmm. and what they're able to do and what they're capable of doing. And Buffalo as well. I'm still going for them. Saints. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't think the Saints are making pay. it very far. But that's, uh, that's okay. That's okay. You can still go for them. Still yeah. go for them. All right. We'll talk next week. See ya.